there. Welcome to Get Us to the Show. I'm Lewis Hill. And I'm Clint Gibbons. Clint, uh, it's, it's Monday. Yep. Uh, how you doing, Clint? I'm a little depressed, Lewis. Okay, here it is. Let's get into it, baby. <laughs> had a tough morning. So <laughs> I, uh, I I got ready. To, I had lunch with my wife. and uh, also That I, is I, tough, Clint. Well, that no, is that's, a, that's not the tough <laughs> I'm part. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I, I realize how old and soft I'm getting. Oh. Because back in the day, like I used to be the, like the triple suicide atomic wing guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I broke into a sweat because I put too much Italian dressing on my salad today. Well, <laughs> well it's got pepper. <laughs> it's got pepper and oregano, and I don't know what it was there's some vinegar in there but i like sweat dripping down the back of my neck so that was strike one now how hungover are you that's the question not even okay there it is sometimes you get them hangover sweats you know i went an entire long weekend without having a single drink well, that's where you and I differ. Clint. I know. <laughs> you texted me yesterday. <laughs> Whatever. But, and the other thing, so I'm, I'm getting ready to leave. We had, had lunch and uh, the kids are at school today and uh, the wife and I are off because it's a holiday for National Truth and Reconciliation that's Day. That's correct. Which yeah. we should address. Um, uh, of course, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't want it to come off as uh, sarcastic either, but you know, the the whole unceded land and all this stuff, like... Uh, you know, and I was driving here listening to it on the radio, and like it's it's unbelievable what these people went through. So uh, it, it, yeah, it's one of those things that just just like when you get a traum- traumatic event that big in history, you get ripples, you know, throughout generations and generations and generations. Yeah, I, you know, like that World War One, World War Two, like all, all these things you know so yeah, yeah and the whole like why don't they just get over it thing is, is just absurd it's going back to the african-american people in the states what they went through right it's yeah. you don't get over that in a generation or two or five like it, it takes time and it takes all society helping to get these people where gotta, they need to go we all gotta work together did you say these people clint are I, I you, did, are you officially meant, canceled uh, <laughs> I meant it, yeah oh shit <laughs> i can still make uh, i can still be funny it's yeah, uh, yeah. it's a it's a very serious topic uh, uh, janelle niles right she's the biggest advocate of uh of healing through humor so uh, that is true so let's let's uh let's try and do that so let's uh let's make with the funny now okay well I'm, so again so make you, with you, the funny, you were sweating because of uh italian dressing by the way sweating because what? of italian dressing yes. and uh so now it's ready it's time to go and I, I i go and i give my wife a little kiss i said okay i'll be back in a few hours and she looks at me and she just kind of shakes her head i'm like what's wait, going wait wait i know i feel this i know this look she <laughs> kind of gave me the up and down look and shook my head and like she thinks you're going drinking because we can make that happen no that's oh. not it she uh it was a wardrobe uh disapproval kind of thing and <laughs> She, my wife channeled her best uh, Karen Joy because uh, she commented about how wrinkly I am. Yes. And <laughs> I kind of, well, whatever, I'm just coming to hang out with Lewis. He's not going to judge me. Well, and, and nor should I. What, what I'm wearing, I went out in this this morning and I got the same thing, Clint. I got that look up and down, like, what the Christ? And I'm like, what? Say it. She goes, are you really going out in that? I'm like, do you really want the ladies hitting on me? <laughs> and, she go, and she said, well... <laughs> So there's that. And, and looking at us now. We look I'm, we look terrible. If I'm being completely out, you know what we look like? You know this scene? Chip and pepper. <laughs> that too. But also the scene in um, in Pulp Fiction after they shoot the guy in the back seat and they have to go to Quentin Tarantino's house and borrow some of his clothes. Yes. I'm John Travolta. You're Sam Jackson. Your, your car seats are blankets for some reason. <laughs> So yeah. we've established that we look terrible. We look terrible, but it is a it is a holiday. I am slightly hungover, <laughs> and so I need a haircut. I don't care. I'm going on holidays this week, uh, so whatever. Whatever. Liz, you should have been listening to the radio on my way over here with me because <laughs> I've never heard this before. I was listening to uh, 1310 CFRA, the the news channel. 
Is he afraid? Whatever. Lame. No, okay. But go ahead. <laughs> they, they go to, so it, it's all the truth and reconciliation stuff. So very heavy subject matter. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to change the channel. I, I need to educate myself. So I'm listening to it, right? Uh, but then they broke into commercial. And the commercial, <laughs> there had to be 10 in a row. And it was just this rock and roll obit brought to you by alcohol yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was Jimi hendrix uh and he just listed like like to party once drank 40 shots or no with Jimi hendrix it was the red wine he's like choked on his own vomit that was mostly red wine this rock and roll obit brought to you by alcohol and you're like oh that was pretty heavy-handed but then it was 10 in a row they did bon scott they did scott whelan they did dolores iridian i'm like Holy shit! Like that's the that's the most heavy-handed thing I've seen since the uh, the fried egg commercials back in the eighties. Yeah, like this, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. So I guess alcohol makes good musicians, is what I'm hearing. You know, D- Dolor- <laughs> Short careers. D- Dolores is a weird one too because you know made it past the Twenty Seven Club. Yes. Only to later drown in your own home in the bathtub, which is uh, the the rock and roll obit said it was a luxury hotel. Oh, bathtub. it was a hotel. Yes, it was a luxury okay. hotel bathtub. But who hasn't passed out in a luxury hotel bathtub <laughs> while drinking wine? I, I haven't, but that's... <laughs> None of the hotels they put us up and have bathtubs. That's true. <laughs> Dan's didn't even have a shower curtain last time. <laughs> Besides, you you would float on the, the corpses of the cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> it would be just fine. <laughs> so we went from trauma to humor really quick. Yeah, we sure did. I'm tired, too. I'm sore, Clint. I'm sore as hell. I, getting old, like we talked about, it's... It's uh, it's a blessing and a curse. Only few people get to do it, but Father Time is a motherfucker. Yeah. And you, I, yeah. I am sore. I had Absolutely. my Muay Thai class yesterday teaching comedians, and uh, I brought out some sparring drills because they're getting good, eh? So I, I want to hear, because you made a comment about Ashley, and uh, she caught you? Oh, yeah. she's Well, she did this one thing where she kind of, I don't even know if she meant to do it, but she faked a jab and then came with a kick behind. Because I was, we're going slow enough that yeah, yeah. you can block and react. It's, you know, sparring drills yeah. to get you used to, uh, you know, strikes coming in that you're not planned for or choreographed or this and that. And yeah, she caught me. And because uh, I was I was blocking and bebopping and doing my thing. And then I'm like, whoa, good one. <laughs> nice. And it made her really happy. Nice. And, and what's really neat is to see, like, first of all, I'm really sore from it. I really miss those sparring drills. They're fun. I'm glad I got comedians that are at a high level that can do it now. And uh, it's neat to see Ashley, because she'll say, like, like once we start sparring, I'm moving differently than when I'm teaching. And she's like, right. she's kind of, like, a bit impressed. Like, oh, oh, you're really good. And she goes, <laughs> I, I knew you were good, but, you know, you're really good. And, and to me, like, I'm 48, and I haven't trained competitively in a very long time. <laughs> like, you should come train with the fighters they're really good but it was it was nice to hear that and uh but there are levels to it right you know yeah yeah. i'm at the intermediate old man level right now and that's fine by me that's all i need these days but uh i saw a video online the other day that made me laugh and i I can't believe we're at the point where we're talking about videos we saw online but it reminded me of you where it was um some guy, like, you know how they do those inspirational videos? Dude, so it's so, I'm writing a whole joke about the whole inspirational trend. It's driving me bonkers. Yeah, so it's over yeah. the top, and it's this guy. He's like, I tried to take karate when I was young, and <laughs> they discriminated against me, and they were promoting people that I know I would kick their ass. He's like, so I decided to leave karate and focus on getting stronger. He's like, so I spent the last. I think I saw it. I spent the last fifteen yeah. years becoming a bodybuilder. Yeah, and so he walks into this dojo and he challenges this guy. He's like, uh, I want to prove that power beats 
uh, training. And this guy is like 1992 called. It doesn't. Okay? Yeah. Like yeah. this guy's. Two thirty, yeah. six foot two, and the this uh, karate master who had just come over from uh, from Asia somewhere. Um, he's like, I challenge you, and the guy's like, What are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, I challenge you for your dojo, and the guy's like, Okay, yeah. <laughs> and then like out cold in one kick, like the thing took three seconds. Listen, listen, th- those old karate guys, especially the Kyoshin karate guys. They spar bare knuckle and hard, and they're very nice people. Yep, and and they, they won't put it on like they're deadly. You know, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're very nice, but don't take that niceness for weakness. The <laughs> toughest guys don't have to tell you how tough they, they do are. Not, and I, I just I don't know. I, I love the I love those instant karma videos online. Yes. I just love seeing an asshole get his ass handed to him. Also, don't challenge a fighter. What are you stupid? Right. <laughs> I watched two videos of that one one uh, a, a fan challenged Sean Strickland to a sparring match, a YouTuber. Okay. And I watched that this morning and Sean just beat the hell out of him while shit talking him the whole time. Is this what you wanted? Yeah. Is this what you wanted? <laughs> and then I uh, uh Mighty Mouse versus uh there's that bodybuilder who's been doing all the circuits, all the podcasts saying that he thinks he can beat Mighty Mouse because he fights at okay. 125. You know, uh, arguably one of the greatest fighters of all time, maybe maybe number one in your goat list, maybe two or three, okay. but up there in the, in the world, you know. And Mighty Mouse said, "Okay, I'll I ch- grappling, let's do it." So they're going to do it. And nice. uh well, we're going <laughs> to we'll see how that gonna, goes. Well, I, I'm pretty sure I know how yeah, it yeah, goes. Yeah, yeah. But te- technique, baby. And these professional fighters, they may be small. They're not weak. <laughs> Believe me. You may think, you know, you can lift a, a, a kettlebell or whatever, but they, they lift humans. So I, I love that. And my favorite thing, like uh, even playing hockey, right? When somebody used to try and hit me and then bounce right off me. Yes. And like, there's no better feeling than looking down at someone who thought they had you lined up and just saying like, I didn't go how you thought it was going to go, did it? <laughs> Yeah, that's it. It's a lot like my comedic career lately. But (laughs) any redemption shows lately? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Every time we do this podcast during the week, I'll get messages like, "Hey, I like this. Hey, I like that." Yeah. Sometimes people will uh, message us live, like Tavis has done that as he's listening. Yes. And 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 say, "Oh, I like this. I like that." Yeah. Nobody after. Now, nobody messaged me. Now, let me tell you. You had three spots canceled. Let me tell you something, Clint. The numbers are up on that episode. It did really well. But, really? But nobody nobody needed to call Lewis and be like, because nobody wanted to have a, are you okay talk with me? I guess, I, folks, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, I, I need an ass whooping every now and then. I got no problem with it. I'll, I give out the ass whoopings from time to time, and I'll take them to it. I'm good. Uh, but people in person would tell me, like, holy shit, I really loved that podcast. I love that that just how kind of real it was. Yeah. And uh I'm like, "Oh, that's that's really nice, sort of." I mean, well, yeah, cuz I mean, we can't just sit here and talk about how great we are all the time, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's going yeah. it's going to get boring. <laughs> Once a year we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get back to how great we are? I can't yet. We I'll tell you why, but We I, should schedule that episode for the week after the roast. <laughs> Yes. When we're feeling low because Tavis made fun of us for being old white guys. Yes. And we'll even be older and possibly whiter <laughs> at that time. I don't know how melanin works. Isn't that what you take to help you sleep at night? <laughs> Melatelanin. <laughs> Gets whites whiter. I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was Trump. Yes, exactly. But, uh, so yeah, I had some, I had some redemption, redemption shows lined up, but right after Winnipeg, uh, right after I'm trying to 
get the timeline here in my head. I'm as I say, I'm busy all the time. People are tired of hearing that shit. I got really sick. Like I got sick, sick. How sick, sick were you? Well, <laughs> it just it came on real quick, and uh, you know, all the tests say negative, but. Here's the thing about COVID 2020, back original COVID, none of this new Coke or like <laughs> Diet Coke or Coke Zero, like COVID original in 2020, the day everything shut down, the next day I got sick. Right. I got really sick and I was sick for months, like not months. I was sick for weeks, but then uh, getting my lungs back took months. Right. Like it really, really hurt my lungs. My lungs had scarring on them before from a bad pneumonia I had. So now they're even more scarred up. So every time something like that happens again, even if it's milder, right, it gets my lungs bad. My lungs still, I'm, I'm better. My lungs aren't perfect yet. Um, it's going to take a bit to get them back. According to this theory, I had COVID in 1996. Yes. <laughs> well, you were smoking a lot then, Clint. No, but I, I got really sick. And uh, so I had to cancel a bunch of shows, including uh, some yuck yucks, out of town gigs oh, and stuff shitty. like that. But, but, you know, again, if you're sick, here, here's here's what I'm getting a lot because you know COVID has the the different opinions on it, Clint. You know people have the really. I thought yeah, we I yeah, thought we all united we all over agreed. COVID. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you start talking about it and people will go, "What are you afraid of a vi- little virus that only has mild symptoms?" Look, I don't care what you have. I don't want to be around you uh-huh. if you have it. You understand? Yeah, yeah. So I'm staying home. I don't feel good anyway. My brain yeah. my brain is fried. Whatever. But if I'm sick, I'm staying home. I'm not going to spread these germs. But some people are like, "Nah, what, what are you afraid of?" Like. Like being afraid of a virus or not wanting to get sick because it attacked on your masculinity somehow. <laughs> it's like the same people who like, hey, what, you, what do you listen to that? Uh, air supply? What are you, a uh, girly man? You know, like. First of all. First of all, air supply Air supply slaps. Air, air supply, ABBA. I listen to so much uh, Olivia Newton-John. It's not even funny. It's it's, it's just, she's amazing. And uh, and I can I could beat up a lot of people. You know, I'm a. Yeah, I've never really listened to Olivia. I got obviously uh, the the Grease stuff, but I'm not really. I thought of her more as an actor than a musician. Oh, I love her. She's the she's like the original Taylor Swift. Made the move from country to, to pop rock, nice. you know. And uh, and it's funny. I'll, I'll think we get Taylor Swift on the podcast. Oh yeah, we can get her. You're gonna have to date her for a week and then have her write a song about you. What's <laughs> well, working out well for Travis Kelsey? Like, do you see? Like, because he's a famous person, right? I, yeah. I, I mean, you're not a football guy, right? No, but, but I, dude, this is all in my feed, and I hate it. it it's insane. Like, yeah. she showed up at one of the games, and his jersey sales went from being like the 20th most popular to the number five. He gained like a half million dollar social media followers. Yeah. And and there's a lot of disc- like even the like because I listen to sports talk radio all the time and they're talking about taylor swift and the conversation was like do you think this is a publicity stunt i i I think because she recently got single yeah and she knows what writing a hit that'll make all her psycho followers there i said you're psycho anyway uh it'll make them she needs a breakup song with a famous person so here we go this but, is but it. At the same time, like she is so famous, she doesn't need PR. Like that's true. So that's true. And, and I do like I do like a lot of her music. Actually, I do. I respect yeah. her. And uh, what's the one guy? The Ryan um, Reynolds? Nope, not Ryan Reynolds. Well, there is uh, no other Ryan's, as you know. <laughs> no, he's uh, Ryan Adams. Ryan oh, yes. Adams. He covered her album like front to back, right? He did. For his daughter. He did. Because his yeah. daughter loved it and he was singing her songs. He's like, I'm just gonna record it for her. And he released it as an album. He did. And, like, and it, he he also uh did a cover of Iron Maiden's Wasted Years acoustically. And it's, a, really? it's amazing. It's that absolutely awesome. amazing. 
Yeah, so I, I, I like Taylor Swift. I, I think she did the most punk rock thing ever when she was fighting with her yes. management there and said, I'll re-record everything and tell my fans to only listen to that. Yeah. Fuck you. And I, how cool is that? Anyway, but I, here's what I read this morning about that. I said I've been trying to ignore it, but it's everywhere in my feed. But she was traveling with the team. Okay. That's not cool. No, that's, that's not cool, that's Yoko Ono. Yeah. Hit the road. What are you doing? You don't travel. Well, maybe with she, the team. maybe funds are a little tight, and she didn't want to spring <laughs> for a, fl- a ticket on Flare Air. Maybe the team's traveling on her jet. <laughs> yeah, could maybe be. That's that it. could be. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Taylor Swift. Yeah, God bless her. But uh, I don't know. I didn't think this was the direction this podcast was going to take this morning, but yeah. here we are. Taylor Swift. Are we Swifties and, now? Uh, uh, Is that what this means? No, I, I think Swifties are crazy. Look, I, I know we just got canceled because I said that, and they're gonna—they're <laughs> attacking my house right now with eggs or something like this. But if she breaks up with someone, like they attacked John Mayer, you know what I mean? They went yeah. out, they go after him online. It's like you're just bullying now, Mean Girls. Relax. <laughs> Jeez, Mayer's allowed to. Anyway, they were whatever, whatever Swifties. I'm gonna next week. We'll talk about my apology episode when. <laughs> Because I'm getting all the hate mail. All it takes is one Swifty, and it's it's over. This is how we go viral. And there's no other, like, big star that's an enemy of Swift that I could, like, you know, hey, help me out. Send your Ravens over. The Simpsons did an episode about this. (laughs) (laughs) That's because she destroyed them all. She destroys them before we ever hear about them. This is true. This is true. Anyway, so I'm sick forever. Uh, My lungs are terrible. You know what's weird, Clint? When you're younger, you know, you get something like this, you're like, oh, don't worry. It, you know, this will get better. But after like 45, it's like, no, no, this is something you need to take seriously and yep. be, a, be a part of you now. <laughs> Doctor says I need to do a lot of cardio because my lungs have a lot of scars. Okay. So, and I do cardio, but I think I really need to do a lot more because it, every time I get sick like this and it takes me longer for my lungs to get better, it's like, yeah, this isn't, it's yeah. not like it's going to get shorter <laughs> and better. I need to handle this because I do want to, I do have other things I want to live for. And besides uh, being canceled by Taylor Swift. But when you turn into Howard Hughes, people are going to come back to this episode and this right? is going to be like the Genesis point, you know, when you're locked in a tower, drinking your own urine, keeping your own fingernail clippings. I need, I need a iron lung like Vader. like Hyperbaric <laughs> chambers. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. I, uh, do, do the Vader again. <laughs> A solid. That's, That's a solid Vader. It. Solid Vader. Well, I am a Star Wars nerd. Better than a Swifty. <laughs> I'll tell you that. We should call them Swiffers, actually. <laughs> like dry mop or wet jet? <laughs> exactly. Because they're always cleaning up dirt. I don't know. I don't know what. There's something there. There's something there. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll take this one offline. We'll finish it and come back next week. And as we know, Lewis could use some new jokes. So <laughs> if anybody has any tags for that, help me out. So I so I finally uh, uh, heal enough to go to a show. Now, Clint, here's the thing about it. my brain is still fried. I'm still, I'm I'm healed. I'm fine. My lungs aren't great. I'm still like half the. Yeah, ma- that's that's another thing I'm finding with the age too, right? Like your yeah. your body is better, but the brain fog lasts it's the a few extra days. Thing. Yeah, I mean, look the the, the seven Bud Lights. The, I thought they would for sure thin the blood and help out, but they didn't. Um, so I, yeah, I had a show at Brew Revolution. Brew Revolution. It's in a oh shit yeah Stittsville. Yes, it, I want to go to there. This sounds like a happy place for me. It's an awesome place. It's like a Gen X music inspired oh. brewery. Yes, 
there's a Kurt Cobain decal on the kegs or on the on the vats. Pardon me. Amazing. Everything's named after a music. You know, I got the first beer I had was called Yesterday because you know. So you got to sing it when you order it. You don't have to, but it's kind of why would just you? Kind of makes sense. And uh, the crowd there, I said, oh my god, this is a place for. I was hosting. I said, this is a place for Gen X. I finally feel seen, and that that was the biggest pop I got of the night because everyone felt that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. There was one table of millennials, and they were great too. Um, <laughs> We had to address them. They were surprisingly great, and they had really good jobs, which, okay, you know, because uh, there's a stereotype about millennials, Clint. I don't know if you know this. Well, they need good jobs to afford the avocado toast. That's it. <laughs> they can't afford a home. So if they had four avocado toasts, they could build maybe something, a structure. This is true. <laughs> to keep their pug in. If, if you were going to build a structure out of toast, what kind of bread would you use? Rye. Rye bread's delicious, though. Right, rye, rye bread's my favorite bread to eat. Okay. Rye and sourdough. Well, I'd probably uh, when when I was uh, making weight for competition back in the day, I would eat this bread, and it was, I think it was called Ezekiel bread, and it was oh yeah, I've tried it was, that. It was not great. Yeah, but man, that would make a good structure. You could chop wood on it. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> you that, could Swiffer on it. <laughs> you're right. I think you're right, and that's the right answer. Before you mentioned that, I was thinking Melba toast. <laughs> Melba toast is pretty close. I remember my mom eating Melba toast. Have a cracker. I'm like, mom, that's not a cracker. We may have some. We may have some in, really? the, in the cupboard. Now, it it's been it's been there since '94. The good news it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, it doesn't go stale because it is the definition of stale. Melba toast. Oh my god, that's awesome. Anyway, the show I'm hosting. I do good. Uh, who's on it? Aaron Hill, Heather Hurst, Chris Kingsbury, and uh, Trevor Thompson. Our good friend Trevor Thompson. So. Great show, great hang. Great show, great hang. Nice. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Everyone did good. I did okay. Um, okay, well, we're making baby we're steps. Making, progression. But it's like only afterwards did I realize, you know, because once I was done hosting, like once the Trevor went up, then I had a couple beers, you know. But uh, only after that did I realize, oh, I forgot this tag. Oh, I forgot that tag. Ah, I forgot. shit. But I'm just, it was, I almost canceled that one due to exhaustion as well, just because, yeah. like, I wasn't contagious anymore with anything but i was just brain fogged and exhausted but i'm like oh man this show got canceled last time i really want to do it and i'm glad i did it but uh we're, we're getting back up there clint i nice. need a, i need a good one under my belt and i think we have one coming up this friday this friday yeah and i think uh like it's not we're not selling tickets for this one right it's a charity event we're doing for somebody else yeah and this is neat doing comedy for a good cause yeah which is, uh, what's the good cause again? Where There was a fire, There was a fire at a, uh, essentially a chip stand. Yeah. Uh, well, not a, like traditional chip stand, like not in a trailer that like was in a building. And I think the the owners lived upstairs. Oh, So yeah. not only did it destroy their business, but it damaged their home as well. So And it damages everything you own too, because smoke damage. You think that, you ever, you ever uh, smell anything that has any smoke damage on it? It, it never goes away. It's just like yeah. permanently. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we're doing a, a fundraiser for this and dick uh, jokes for charity. Yes, it's pretty cool to do so. It's like what what did, what was your good deed today, Lewis? Well, I said cuck a lot and I drank four pints. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, I, it's pretty cool. I've actually got a bunch of people coming out to this show too, and it's no way. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, my wife and a bunch of friends are coming out, and it's it's great. I always love to see them come out, but also at the same time, like, well, this isn't one of our shows, like. Oh, because this one's really close to your house. This too. one's really close to my house. Yeah, it's about twenty minutes away. So damn, 
Yeah. Excited. It's actually nice for me because I, I looked at it and it's, you know, usually it's an hour or beyond that I'm traveling. And it's yeah. like, anytime it's less, I'm like, this is great. This is going to be it's a, a home great game. And, I, and I'm going out of town the next week. So it's uh, it's like a little last hurrah. And uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to get one back, to be honest <laughs> with you. It's just, you know, uh, ebbs and flows. I, and I'm not saying I did bad. I didn't, yeah. do, I didn't do bad. But, yeah, just forgetting little things due to exhaustion. I'm like, ah. I need a I need a break, but we're almost there. I'm almost done this corporate we're gig. Almost there. You're uh, almost uh, done. Almost. I mean, I should be getting notes uh, <laughs> last week, but <laughs> I need to wrap it up so I can get out of town. Oh my! I love home. the way you checked your phone when I you know. said I should be getting them last week. Well, it's funny, you know. It's it's funny like any other job. They'll, uh, you know. I don't know how much I should say, but I won't get any notes. I won't get any notes, and I'll get them. And then two hours later, what's the status on this? I'm yeah. Like, Calm down. That's the status. I've been, I was just pacing around the house like, please give me notes, which is kind of accurate. But yeah. real world, um, why do people work, Clint? Because we can't all win the lottery. Damn it. I want to be born rich. You know, you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, is there, is there a way I can do this? Who's adopting me? That's my question. But, but then <laughs> the, those people, the, the rich kids don't get the life lessons. Like, you know that Chad that I, that I drew yep. right here that... For those of you who don't know, there's a whiteboard, and I drew a chat on it with a nice sweater, and he's pointing at me saying, work harder, and you know, in the, he's the type of guy who says, nobody gave me any handouts, but someone <laughs> paid for his education, and he never had to have a job, and I need, I need hatred to inspire my day every, every day, so that's what I look at, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to work harder, that's cool. So you're fueled by hatred. So we're going back to Darth Vader. Give, me, give, me, give me another Vader. I'm the chosen one. No, I'm not the chosen. I'm not. I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm not the Vader of the comedy. But you know, you called me the Qui Gon. I did call you Qui Gon. And I'll tell you, I I always thought this is a deep cut. Now I told Chris Kingsbury, I'd tell you who I thought I really was, because I think Chris Kingsbury was like, I'm Qui Gon, man. Like, and I'm like, all right, well, okay. I don't remember exactly what he said. I mean, maybe it was Qui Gon. Maybe it was someone else's Qui Gon. But yeah, Chris I, with the hair too. If he ties it back, he could kind of he could kind of Qui Gon. He's got some wise words. Yeah, He's, I could see Chris as the the Qui Gon. Everyone thinks they're going to be the chosen one, right? Anakin. Of course. But we, we don't know who Anakin is. Well, we do know who Anakin is. The Anakin of the the chosen one of the Ottawa scene. You know, timeless is Norm Macdonald, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, there, there's been a lot of great <laughs> comics to come out of here, but yeah. Norm is. He's Norm the, isn't the best. Uh, you ask me, Norm isn't the best comic to come out of Ottawa. Norm's the best comic. Agreed. I love like, that guy and uh, rest in peace and all that. But Jesus Christ, talk about the chosen one. He's yeah. the he's the chosen one. But I, I I always pictured myself as Sindralig. Now that's a deep cut. That's a deep. And I'm a big I'm a big Star Wars guy, but that's over my head. So you're gonna have to give us a little background on this. And people get mad when I say someone who's not in the movies, but he's in the movies. You just gotta pay attention. So in the scene where Obi-Wan and Yoda in Revenge of the Sith are watching the hologram of uh, Anakin storming the temple yeah. and killing the younglings, as, you know... Anyone, Spoilers. Anyone with younglings knows that's sometimes... <laughs> 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 Dead kids. <laughs> A little callback if you've seen my musical comedy. <laughs> no, but Sindralik is actually the, the weapons instructor. Okay. And he, you can see him fighting Anakin for a bit. Oh, and then Anakin strikes him dead. I, I, I'm killed by the Chosen One, and that's fine that's by me. That's fair. But I am the aging weapons instructor. I could, <laughs> I could see this. But he's, uh, so he's also in the comics, in the books, and in the video games. But yeah, he does have a scene in the movie. So technically, he's a, you know, level one canon character or whatever. Nice, so nice. Uh, 
yeah, that's me. Weapons instructor gets struck down by uh, the chosen one after the chosen one made some bad decisions. <laughs> or good decisions. It really depends how you look at it. We should do an episode where like people email in just Ottawa comedians and we say what Star Wars character they are and justify it. That's a great idea. <laughs> Gutspod at gmail.com. Find out who your Star Wars comic character is. Or, or, or send us someone who... Uh, you would want to know who their Star Wars character is. We'll do a whole list. Yes, or tell us who you think you are, and then we can debunk it. Oh, yeah, and we, we will debunk all day, because that's, I'm a debunking, uh, yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> that show, I got to tell you about that show. I, I did okay, but uh, Chris did good, and Aaron did good. Heather murdered that crowd. Nice. Like, I mean, murdered that crowd. It was, I'm just sitting there in awe going, oh, I got to do five minutes after her before I bring up Trevor. And it was a weird five minutes, not only because she murdered so bad, but it's also that, like, as soon as that last comedian goes up and everyone knows the feature's coming up, washroom time, 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 beer time, this and that, cigarette time. So it was was weird. I had them laughing. It was good. But uh, And then Trevor came up and did what Trevor does and just, you know, slaughtered in that loud voice like he does. God bless Trevor. And I, I always love when he comes off stage because on stage he's loud. He's uh, so animated, you know, confident, comes off stage. And you're like, Trevor, that was that was amazing. And you expect him to answer with his stage voice. And he's always like, well, you know, that was, uh, that was yeah. okay, I guess. Uh. <laughs> it's like, like you were doing a Harrison Ford yeah. there. He's <laughs> <laughs> just so soft-spoken and like, well, you know. Blah, blah. But uh, yeah, uh, a clinic put on by Heather and uh, Trevor Thompson. So that, that was fun. Amazing. And just talking about Trevor, like, I think this is the longest I've ever gone without seeing Trevor. Yeah. And I miss him. Like, he's always a good time. He's always a good hang. So Trevor, if you hear this, come back to Ottawa soon. Well, he was just here and, you know, he... He does travel so much, and he crashes on couches and stuff yeah. like this. This is this is pretty uh, dedicated, as they say. Love that dude. Yeah, love that dude. Anyway, Pride of Metcalf, Ontario. He, he was honestly like he was so on fire. The crowd loved him, and there was a lot of people very, uh, you know, it's a, it's a brewery intox- yep. intoxicated and uh, high, as people say in the business, in the audience, and they were a lot of fun too. I, nice. I, I always respect that. So <laughs> good, good to get back in the show and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to take a little vacation. We got, like I said, the one show. I'm going to take a week off, and then I, when we get back, we got another show in somewhere on the 14th. I'm trying to remember where. Brock Vegas. Brock Vegas, yes. And that's another fundraiser. Yes. Clint, all we do is give. You think we, <laughs> What people don't know is we were arrested and sent to community service. <laughs> Yeah. But no, like public um, nudity. Uh, I'm super excited because uh, we've talked about it for the last few episodes. I haven't been working much uh, because it's it's like a yearly sabbatical I have to take because I, September or August September I just don't know my schedule, so I can't book myself. Um, right, right. So right, right. like I'll I'll pick up the odd show here and there, but it's always a last minute thing. But that that's over now, and uh, I'm about to get busy. Like I've got three shows this week. Nice. Uh, and then it's we are working every weekend for the next six weeks or so. Like Lover so. Boy. <laughs> Everybody's working for the weekend. Are we gonna have to pay a royalty on that? No, because I don't have my voice back yet from <laughs> from coughing so much that I, I can't even hold a note. Don't worry but about I it. But I know somebody who knows the the singer for Lover Boy. Yeah, and Reno. Yeah, yeah, and he disclosed to me how much money they make just off that one song alone. Good for them. And I'm like, holy shit! Like that's a substantial amount of like you are you're still rich. 
40 years after the fact, that, uh, just on your yearly income on that one song alone. I love that because that doesn't happen anymore. You know those days are yeah. they're completely over. Gone. No young musician is going to have that opportunity yep. anymore. And uh, I do love that because you will see Loverboy as well, like playing the carp fair. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they're still making in the money. And they're great. They have so many great oh, yeah. songs. And uh, shout out to Loverboy. Lover, we're shouting out some cool people today. <laughs> yes. Trevor Thompson and Loverboy. <laughs> <laughs> Who Trevor Thompson was in Opened a band. Opened for? Uh, no, he opened for, um, oh God, I, I'm drawing a blank right now. But he was in a band. This only came out last year that I found out. He, I knew he was in a band. He played bass. But he was in a band called Frog. Now, I went to college. I took general arts just to leave the Sioux. I didn't know what yeah. I wanted to do. So I went to Algonquin, and I took general arts, and I was uh, in the class with two members of Frog at the time. Shut up. And I believe I saw them live. So I actually saw Trevor Thompson live. Oh, he opened for uh, Trooper, I believe. Nice. Which is, yeah. <laughs> and he, he always, you know, Trevor's so nice and modest. He goes, yeah, I opened for Trooper. It's not that big of a... I'm like, that's a huge deal. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Anyway, he's so modest, the guy. It's not, even, it's not even guts punch time yet, but we're still talking about Trevor. We're talking about other people because yes. uh, Lewis has just been sleeping for. I slept so much, Clint. I'd be like, I would sit down and wake up and go, "Where am I? Oh who, no, who am I?" It was one of those. Uh, Clint, you may need a new co-host soon. This may. <laughs> cool. I've got a it, list of people. I'd yeah, like. I'm sure you do. <laughs> it, listen, if I die on a uh, on, on a Thursday, I expect an episode. With a new co-host up by the following Wednesday. Now, you're going to have to find someone. Whoever inherits my gear, I guess. Could you just email me the theme song? <laughs> yes. Send me a WAV file. You're going to dub your voice over the theme song? <laughs> Anything can happen when you get it to the road. Because, again... Like I want to live forever, so... <laughs> Keep it going. But I'm told by my wife and her friends that podcasting is very easy, so I don't need any equipment. I just need a phone and uh, a couple of AirPods, right? And we're good. Well, Because that's all you do. You don't edit. You don't master. You don't mix. There's no good equipment (laughs) happening here. I I, I tell you, like, I need a podcast with uh, sound quality and production value. As soon as I hear one that's terrible or someone forgot to turn up the mic, I'm out. I'm out. Sorry. There's too many good ones out there. So keep it real. So, hey, Guts Pod, we we do things right over here. I don't know. And when we do it wrong because of too many beers, we, we fix it in post because we have a technology. <laughs> and pretty soon AI is going to do that anyway, Clint. But who cares? Yeah, your mic actually <clears throat> still smells like the beer that I opened. <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> the fruity... Uh, Sour cherry beer. Oh, the beer that we got given. The yeah, our 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 sponsored beer is from uh, the Wood Brothers. And I, I gotta tell you, Clint, I, if you were coming over hoping there'd be some left, there's not. Yeah, I didn't think there would be. <laughs> I drank it. I enjoyed it. Delicious. Well, you texted me a picture of your Bud Light yesterday, so that meant so you knew I was out. Yeah, yeah. You, the the high test stuff is gone. Listen, before we get into the uh, what I learned and our guts punch, I got a little story to tell. Uh, Clint, I think I came close. To having a Marshall Amp beer fridge, Clint. I think it was... Shut yes, the front door. It was so close, and I had, to, I had to check myself and say, how you gonna act? Let me set the stage for you. Let me, let me Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I, I, I may have wrecked myself, Clint, but we'll see. Um, years ago, years <laughs> ago, I would... <laughs> In a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> well, I, I, would, I was gonna run the Ottawa Marathon 5K. And I decided to do a video, funny video series okay. about it. 
through that video, uh, I Run Magazine and the Ottawa Marathon themselves shared my video. They loved it. Asked if I wanted to review some shoes. Nice. Some running shoes. So I did. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. So I made a, you know, I'm not going to do anything normal, you know. <laughs> I made a review video about these, uh, they were sketchers and about, oh my God, look at my time is better on this, this and that, but can you escape hungry zombies? on them and i'm like seriously and then the zombies come out and i run away and you know it's like sketchers they're oh, great. amazing they're great for so after that if you put anything successful on youtube you get all these companies asking to review their stuff because they didn't pay me to review yeah, these shoes yeah, yeah. i got the shoes but i at the time it was a i think work was a little slow and i had extra time so i always like to keep my video skills up there and my funny skills yeah, yeah. So I got a bunch of stuff, a lot of running belts. I did reviews for running belts and stuff like that. I had a whole box of them. I finally gave a bunch of them away. Um, Why, but, what's a running belt? It's a belt that like you can wear, put your keys, your phone in oh, it. It's and, like a utility belt. Yeah, like, when you're running you're a race, and it, it won't ride up. And I had a bunch of them. Anyway, uh, this one company, I hadn't done any reviews in a while, but I would get asked constantly, constantly, constantly. This one company said, I have this sports bag. You want to review a sports bag? And in my mind, I'm like... <laughs> How the Christ am I going to review a sports bag? But I'm like, challenge accepted, you know? So what did he tell me you did a Dora style video? No, I did. <laughs> I got uh, a local comedian and my brother Aaron Hill. Mm -hmm. I got my friend Chad Murdoch to be the 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 bully thief, and I got my <laughs> my friend uh, Dan LaRiviere, who was signed to the World Series of Fighting at the time, professional MMA fighter. To be the guy who uh, the the big bully tries to steal the bag from. Amazing. And it's I did it kind of like, you know, old, uh, to almost twenties. Like I, I scored all the music and I made it like like twenty silent film. Kind sort of. of. It, oh, even amazing. though it, even though it wasn't silent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I had the music go like that, and then he gets the crap beat out of him, and the, that's why it's back. Anyway. I put this uh, video on YouTube. It does really well. I'll, I'll link to the video. I haven't watched it in so long. But there was this website I used to go to called The Underground. Okay. And it was the martial arts underground, and all the old fighters used to be on there, and you'd be on the forums. Uh, it got a little too racist, so I'm not there anymore. <laughs> but back in the day, it wasn't. Um, and they were asking for, if anybody has any videos, we'll help you out. We'll, uh, we'll host them here if you okay. have anything related to whatever. So I put it up there. The thing got like 80,000 hits in like an hour. It just went, vi it went viral. So the company <laughs> was so, so happy with me. Uh -huh. uh, you know, we, we became friends on Facebook, at least. I don't know what this person does for the company. She's very nice. I'm not going to say her name just in case, you know, you don't want to give yeah. stuff away, whatever. <laughs> uh, very nice person. Always kept in contact with me. Asked me to do other things, but paid. Nice. Like, hey, can you do this? I'll pay you. And I named an exorbitant price, and they said yes. But then something fell through and they couldn't do it or I couldn't do it. But they're always... So I get a message from this person saying, hey, you did this video for us eight years ago. You never asked for any money. I, I still like, you know, the, I get the Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving from yeah. them all the way from China every year. I, I feel like I know you. I want to buy you something. Name it and it's yours. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting excited. I get, I've got tingles. Well, here's the thing about this, Clint. All of a sudden, you're thinking you won the, the lottery or uh -huh, something. You uh -huh. know what I mean? Um, but I'm like, how do I act here? Because there is, a, in reading it, there's clearly a language barrier. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So if I say a decked out Ford Bronco, <laughs> I'm just a jerk. And then I thought, 
I thought, well, here's a good way to test. Because I, I said, you don't need to do this. I really do appreciate it. Yeah. And I, what, a, what a nice gesture for, for you to do. But I said, I am a musician, and I go through guitar strings like, okay. like crazy. And I said, this is the brand I use. You know, and that way, if they just wanted to get me something of appreciation, like it's, it's a cultural thing for them, yeah. they just want to get me something cheap. It, it, it's relatively cheap, but it, no musician doesn't appreciate strings. Course, yeah. Strings are, but also, you know, if, if they're seeing that and like, well, he's a guitar player, we're going to send him a 59 less Paul. That's their option too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I got the strings. Nice. <laughs> And now I'm glad I didn't ask for a, because I think it was just, she just wanted to show some appreciation, like a little gift. So the line, anything you want, was probably maybe uh, text to translate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very happy she was uh, able to buy me, got me a three pack actually, which is nice. Nice. I'm wondering if I could have said Marshall Amp beer fridge, but also when someone asks for a gift, if you ask, can I buy you a gift? And they say Marshall Amp beer fridge. The language barrier (laughs) may have been an issue there. Also, they're like, what? Is that a thing? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I'm just trying to picture this conversation with your wife. Yeah, they said I could have anything that I wanted. Yeah. What did you ask for? Guitar strings. Guitar strings. Not, not, not anything that could help both of you or well, hang on, hang on. change your life forever. I don't know how much I want to say here, but she also asked for my PayPal. Okay. Uh, uh, which I did not give. If she ever asks again, I'll give it to her. But I, I, I don't want her to feel... Like, she is indebted to me. It was a great experience for me. I yeah, learned yeah. a lot. I always wanted to try and make that style of video. Uh, we had a deal. It was free at the time. I yeah. get the bag. It's still a great bag. I still use it. So at no point was she ever in my debt. But it was really nice to get those guitar strings. It makes me feel like a million bucks. Absolutely. And uh, what what a what a extremely nice thing for someone to do. And when I sent the link for those guitar strings, just, you, you know, when someone's typing and you could tell they're excited, like... I will get you those. I will get you those. Like, just so excited that that's a gift that, and so, hey, how about that? I got a free gift, another free gift for Diamond Lewis Hill. She could have also been excited because I've done this too where, you know, like we've talked about the business end of it before. I'm never sure how much to quote for myself, right? Like, Yes. And it's, I've had several times where somebody's asked me like, how much to do this show? And you know, it's a bigger show. So you're like, I'm going to ask for a, a large amount of money. Like the first time I ever did it, uh, God, I'd been in comedy for maybe maybe 18 months. And uh, it was the heritage show for my hometown. I think we've talked about it before. The one where the nun in front, but they're like, and it's far enough. I don't mind talking about the numbers where they're like, how much would something like this cost? And I threw out a number that in my mind was like, there's no way they pay me this, (laughs) but this is how I'm going to start the negotiations. Right? So I said, 20 minutes, I'm going to need $500. And it was like, done. And when they don't blink, you're like, damn yeah. it. <laughs> Shit, I left so much money on the table. Listen, I I don't know what's left on the table. So that's what happened. You could add three, you could add a, a stack of Marshall beer amp fridges. Oh, and I could buy the house next door to me. It sounds like this company's doing really well. I just want to say, they have all these products they want me to review, but that was a younger man's game, so I think I'm going to stop that. <laughs> so anyway, hey, I, I'll just put it out there. If anybody else wants to send us uh, free stuff, please get get out our email, get out our Instagram, get out our... Have you used the strings yet? No, I just got them yesterday, so... You should frame them. Put them up on your wall and the like in ca- break in case of rock and roll emergency. At least one of them. Yeah, at least yeah. one of them. Yeah. Cause these, these I've, I've been playing these a lot. They need some new strings there. Nice. I got, got some gigs coming up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's talk about what I learned. Clint. What'd you learn this week? Well, I mean, I, I think part part of the reason that I've been having 
not mediocre shows, but shows where I'm not satisfied is I need new material. I got to write more. Fair. And there's always a reason not to write. I'm sick. Well, I mean, I did write when I was sick. The stuff I came up with was pretty dark and not funny. Fever dream. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't great. But I was also just very like bitter and angry, and I knew it was something external that was doing that to me. Fair, but fair. yeah, there was nothing. It's like my parents got divorced when I was. Oh no, this is this is just a journal. <laughs> it's not a good one either. Why, why did they kick me out so early? I don't understand. That my brother's got to live at home. This makes no sense. So, Sorry, I'm just going to pause the <laughs> podcast so I can go hug Lewis. <laughs> yeah, and everyone, please, if anyone, if everyone could please send me messages telling me I'm funny, that would actually really help me to get over this slump. That I'm in. Just tell me I'm funny. Tell me I'm. You you can also go the opposite and say you're not funny. Who could love you? Because as I said, I need hatred to do that. The window is just open. Yeah. They're like, here's our opportunity to tell Lewis how we really feel. But uh, yeah, so I, I, now I'm writing every day because there's not, there's no reason you can't write. Set a timer, ten to twenty minutes yep. every day. Now twenty minutes when you don't want to do it seems like the longest uh -huh. fucking time. But twenty minutes is nothing. I could scroll uh, Instagram uh, stories in twenty minutes, and that's true. I could do twenty minutes of crowd work, and I, it's gone. So that's my thing. I need to write more, so I've been writing more. And here I've come up with some real stinkers so far, Clint. Some real, <laughs> some real terrible jokes. But we're that's what I've learned. It's a lesson that I I've actually put into play already. I'm writing every day. So uh, this the sky's the limit, Clint. Fantastic. <laughs> and I just thought of an idea for a new podcast. At some point, we should do an episode of discarded ideas. <laughs> Jokes that we've written that we'll never tell on stage because they're terrible. And then we'll leave them in a book and we'll just leave them at an open mic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That's Jesus, Lewis. Okay, let's get on. This has been a, for, you know, for an episode we had nothing to talk about. This has been really great. Let's get onto our guts punch this guts week. punch. Yes, I'm prepared for this one. I've got a guts punch. I have been wanting to give this guy a guts punch for a while. One of the best dudes in comedy Ooh. all around. Um, he has been reaching out to me honestly for a year, trying to get me on his show. <clears throat> Uh, and busy schedule, and it just never really worked out. It's a middle-of-the-week show, uh, and dude was just so patient with me, right? Like, every time he'd ask, I'd be like, sorry, I can't make it this week. Love to do your show. Please don't stop asking. And to his credit, man, he's asked me every month for a year. Yes, dedication. Um, twice I've said yes. Uh, once the show got canceled because the venue lost power. Uh, another time the show got canceled because I, or I had to bail because I got sick and I couldn't do it. Right, yeah, responsible, uh, responsible actions right there. But again, every time the next one rolls around, he reaches out again. Um, and this is a dude that's got a fair bit going on in his personal life. Um, yes, this is true. You know, he's dealing with some real shit outside of uh, comedy. So to Adam Adjacatcher... Uh, you get my guts punch this week, man, because you've been patient with me. I can't wait to do your show. I'm finally doing it this Wednesday. Beauty. Barring any unforeseen circumstances, I'm going to bubble wrap myself yes. uh, between now and then. But uh, yeah, Adam, thanks for reaching out. Can't wait to see you in person. Can't wait to do your show. Big guts punch right in the guts of Adam Adocatcher. Now, Clint, just uh, tell us what that show is before you... Yeah, that's uh, the Mill Tavern in Manatick. I believe it's the first Wednesday of every month so when this airs 
the show will be that night, actually. So if this is true. So if you're hearing this, yep. get your get your butts to Manatick. Come Head see out to show. Manatick, yeah. And uh, like I said, I've never done the show, but every comic that I've talked to that has done the show has just raved about it. So uh, looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. See you next time.